0: Please note that the following episodes contain depictions of drug use and might be triggering for some. What is up, my friends? Welcome back to Where's the Handbook. I'm Elizabeth Johnson and Happy New Year, you guys. It's still January. It's only January 10th, so I feel like Happy New Year is an appropriate greeting for the whole month of January. But anyway, I am back in Hawaii, recording live from the Highlander. You guys, Richmond was unreal. It was so overdue. I'm so glad that I got to go home and see friends and family. It was super, super eye-opening. And, you know, it's the new year, and I've just been doing a ton of reflecting. I've been doing a lot of journaling, thinking about goals, and you know, I'm just so excited for 2021. This is, this is wild. And, you know, I've always talked about how journaling is huge for me and I just definitely recommend it. And if you don't do it, I encourage it. It's just so, it's just really, there's nothing bad that can come of it basically. But, oh, also side note, it's like scientifically proven that if you write down your goals, they're more likely to come to fruition. So that's just a fact. But anyway, in thinking about goals and planning for 2021, it's been, it's been interesting because I not only have to think about me and my personal goals, but you know, now I have, where's the handbook? And I have this podcast that, you know, where, where is this going this year? And I've realized that I've become, maybe I always have been, but I'm a perfectionist when it comes to this podcast. And it's been interesting having guests on now because I realized, like, okay, Elizabeth, like, you're not in control of everything. So just like calm down, whatever. But in sitting down and thinking about where's the handbook and the goals for 2021, you know, I really had to sit down with myself and I didn't want to. You know, forget what the goals or the original intentions for this podcast were or are and that is to talk about real life shit that happens to real life people and you know we closed a big chapter and I promised you that it was going to lead to bigger and better things and now we're here and guys I'm so excited for both this episode and especially next episode it's It's just unreal. And I want to create conversations, you know, and I want to bring awareness to these taboo topics that are real and that are really happening. And because I'm not just the girl that was dumped in paradise, y'all. Like I have experienced and I've seen a lot in these 26 years on earth that I have. And, you know, I don't open up it's it's very, very hard for me to be vulnerable. I actually hate it more than anything. And, you know, it's, it's easy to talk about a breakup because, I mean, fuck that guy. And, you know, we can laugh together. I can share my stories. I mean, I have analytics for this podcast and I can clearly see that that was the most loved episode thus far. But, you know, and it's easy to talk about breakup stuff. But now it's like, And I had to sit back and literally have a conversation with myself. And it's like, all right, sis, like, are you, are you ready to be vulnerable? Like you, this is not typically you. And we're about to dive into some deep rooted shit. Like, are you sure you're ready for that? And I'm sure anybody with a psychology degree or, or even with, without one might literally be listening to this podcast being like, damn, this bitch needs therapy. And you know, I'm, I don't disagree with you. I think there, I've never been to therapy personally, but I know people that have, it's strongly recommended and I'm not against it, but it's 2021. I don't have health insurance and that shit's expensive. So this will be my therapy. Welcome to my podcast. You guys, (laughs) if you are a like psychologist, then please hit me up. I'd love for you to tell me how my brain works. That would be, do me a lot actually I feel like but in being vulnerable it it kind of just goes against everything and how I was raised you know I was raised in a very private family very private home and you know we're I grew up in a Christian household my parents are missionaries you guys and well they were missionaries and my parents were missionaries in the Philippines. Both of my brothers were born there. We came back to the United States four months before I was born. And and then my parents were missionaries up And My mom got sick when I was two. She got diagnosed with leukemia. And that is a whole nother topic of childhood trauma that we will dig into at a later date. Because we can't open up those can of worms right now. But in reflecting about my life and you know and how I operate and where I've been you know I've realized that that I handle hard and traumatic events by just blocking it out and I think a lot of people do this humans we we just we do this and I've realized in doing this episode and doing next episode that I've been very good at it. (laughs) Very, very good at it. And I'm trying not to be because, or I'm trying to open up and be vulnerable because I realized the goals that I want for myself in opening up and loving myself more and understanding myself more that I can't get better if I don't address these issues in my life, if I don't tackle the things that I've tried so hard and succeeded in doing for so long. And this year that's one of my goals is that i now that i'm single and all i have to worry about is myself so why not use this time to like really understand things and this year i'm trying to grow and i think that being vulnerable is a huge part of growth even though it does go against you know my upbringing and stuff like that so it's an interesting journey with with this podcast and with myself but That being said, guys, when I was in Richmond, I ended up doing more recording than I originally thought. Um, You know, I recorded with Barney and I say in that episode, I say, oh, shit, you know, like I really wish I would have gotten more recording done while I was here. And we finished our episode. I uploaded it. And then my brother hits me up and he's like, listen, we're not doing We're not doing this virtually. I want to do this episode and we're doing it tonight. My flight was like the next morning at 6.30 a.m. So I was like, all right, let's do it. So I go over to my brother's house and we record his episode and in Richmond together. And this is where I realized I'm a perfectionist because this, the conversation that David and I had needs a preface. And that's what this episode is. This is a preface to the conversation that you're going to hear in episode seven and so we're just going to go for it. So my brother, David, is a 28-year-old poly drug user for the past 12 years, since he was like 16 years old. And coming from a missionary household, like I mentioned, this is this is a taboo topic in general society, but then you tack on being a missionary kid in a Christian household family. Like we're this white church going, Jesus loving family. We're perfect, right? Duh, (laughs) obviously, but well, obviously no, not the case at all, but you know, I'm 13, 14 years old when, when all this starts going down and you know, the first experience with David that I have is in his journey with these extracurricular activities is I'll never forget it. I We had a blue love seat in our living room in Pennsylvania. It was a blue love seat with these two pillows, yellow and blue flowered pillows, whatever. I'm sitting on the armrest and it's nighttime. I don't know where my parents were. They were either... They might have already gone to bed. I don't know. But David's laying on the the sofa, love seat, whatever you want to call it, um, with his arms crossed and his eyes closed. And I'm kind of just looking at him as I'm sitting on this armrest. And I'm again 13, 14 years old. And we're having a conversation. He's answering me, but I could just tell I was like, All right, something's not right here. And I don't know what it is. Because again, I'm young. I don't know what drugs are. I don't know what being high is. I maybe knew what weed was, but like I definitely wasn't smoking it or anything. And I didn't know. I was just very young and innocent. And, you know, so that's the first memory that I can think of when I think of David and his and addiction and stuff like that. And, you know, and again, I don't blame my parents for this, but we were a very private family. And I think that they hid a lot of things from me in, well, trying to protect me, really. And also, I learned from a very young age that you don't ask questions that you don't want the answer to. And for me and my my way of blocking things out, well, I already don't want to really think about this or address this. So I'm sure as hell not going to ask any questions. That'll just make me even more upset. So I was really good at that. Like, so much so that, you know, growing up, all three of us were very involved in sports and our parents never missed a game, match, meet, anything. They were always there. And I'll never forget this one day. I'm at Dover High School for a track meet. I'm probably, I'm either a freshman or a sophomore and I'm warming up for hurdles. And usually my parents always found me before the meet began. And I'm warming up for hurdles. I don't see my parents and I'm just like, all right, whatever. Maybe they're running late. And they, I think they came, but it was like super, super late or something. But anyway, they missed my hurdle race, whatever. And I just remember in my head at that meet, I was like, all right, something is definitely going on with David. Cause they've never missed a meet. They've never been late before, you know? And but, of course, I'm not going to ask about it because that's typical. Push it aside, brush it under the rug, never address it. Still haven't addressed it to this day. Never asked. And, you know, at the time, my oldest – because I have two older brothers. David is the middle brother. My oldest brother is away at college. He was already out of the house, left for college. So I'm alone in this journey of being in this house with David starting – his life as an addict. You know what I mean? And this time in my life, as I reflect back, has been the biggest part in molding me and shaping me into who I am today as an adult. Because when you're around an addict, especially at that age, when you're around an addict who is constantly lying and using people and manipulating people yourself included you know it's super easy to grow up to be a person who is you know skeptical of others intentions who is slow to let people in who has a hard shell around them you know and who's not very trusting of letting people like, you know what I mean? Like it's easy for me now. I already knew I'm a very self-aware person. I already knew how I operated in my head. But now after having this conversation with David and reflecting back on my life, on my childhood, now it is crystal clear for, for me to understand why it is the way I am, you know? And in David's episode that's coming up, next right I'm uploading them both back to back but we have this conversation right about him and his journey and it is very different from the previous episodes of where's the handbook because again like I said I've realized that I am a perfectionist and when I say that it's because I plan out my episodes like I always like when I when I come up with the idea for an episode I say, cool. Here's what we're going to talk about. Even, well, here's what I'm going to talk about because up until last episode, it's been just me. And so I sit down and I make a layout of basically it kind of just helps me with transitions and the flow of everything, you know? So that's what I, I wanted to do. But of course this specific night, we didn't plan this. David just said, look, I'm not doing this virtually. Now's the only chance you got. Let's go for it. So I show up at his house and we just, and I originally I did start to plan, but if you know David, you know that that wasn't about to happen. So he was just like, no, just like start it, hit record. Like we'll just have a conversation. And I'm like, all right, let's do it. And in having this conversation, it brought up and stirred a lot for me because, you know, I talk about how I just block things out. I push them aside. I brush them under the rug. I don't address them. We don't have to talk about it. People would come to me and try and talk about it. I'm like, we don't got to talk about it. It's all good. Like I'm good. I've got it all together. I'm the girl that's got it all together. Like, come on. And in having this conversation with David, I've realized that I have done a pretty, good job of erasing or blocking things out because there are times in this conversation that you're about to hear that I am extremely confused, you know, and if you don't know me and you only know me from this podcast, you're used to hearing my voice like this, you know, I'm very, I I can talk, you know what I'm saying? But in in this conversation with David, it is a lot of him talking cuz for once the story is not about me. We're no longer talking about me, you know. So I don't really say much, but also I need to let you guys know why that is. <laughs> and it's because I have a co- I have conversations with my brother all the time, you know what I mean? We're very close. But when you sit down in front of a computer with microphones and headphones in, it changes the dynamic a little bit, you know? Like I remember just sitting down and being like, Hey David, like what's up? And it's like super awkward. Cause you're like, okay, this isn't how we normally, we can just start talking. You know what I mean? And so that's why I wanted to come out with this episode to preface things because you know, in the next episode I get very lost and I'm confused. And it's like, I just remember sitting there when we we're recording this and I'm like trying to stay engaged in, in what David's saying in the conversation that we're having. But at the same time, I'm also putting this puzzle together in my head of timelines and, and what events took place and things that I was there for things that I wasn't there for stories that he mentions about my parents. And then me being like, cool, never knew that. Like it was just a very, for me, confusing conversation, but in listening to it back, I've listened to the episode now, like probably 10 times. Cause I, I took out conversations that were just irrelevant, kind of, and just left it with the the truth that David speaks and and so I apologize for on behalf of like me in the that episode because it really is David and I mean and he does such a good job he he's just a very good speaker and he's good at talking and I'm extremely extremely proud of of him and of the episode but it's like it's like I wanted when I said I was going to do an episode with my brother and it was going to be about addiction and recovery and society I was like I was trying to go like right to all the like not political, but you know, like I really was like, all right, we're going to attack, we're going to address, uh, Narcan. We're going to address big pharma. We're going to address, you know, research, like, you know, that's how I was going at it because, you know, I was talking to David and it's like, everybody knows an addict. And if you don't TV does a pretty good job. TV and movies has done a pretty good job at, you know, sharing stories of drug use and all that shit. You know what I mean? So, we weren't going to sit here and make an episode about like all the shit that he's done in his life because yeah, we get it. Like you were an addict or you are an addict, whatever, however you want to go about it. But that's, you know, everybody does know an addict is what I'm saying. And, and when I went in, I want, I, I wanted to get something else out of it than I did get, but I'm really happy with how it turned out and that's life you know what I mean that is life right there you expect something you get something else and everything works out how it was supposed to and you know everyone's everyone's recovery looks different you know and this is my story from my perspective about my brother and David's story is his story about him and his journey with addiction and recovery and my goal is you know to educate and both of our goals I think is to you know bring hope to the struggling and you know And David, like I said, does a fantastic job. I can't wait for you guys to hear it. But I also just want to say that David is rare. And if you know him, you know what I'm talking about. And for those of you who don't know him, I'm trying really hard right now to figure out how to put into words what I'm talking about. But I haven't really quite figured it out. I mean, call it luck, call it God, call it Jesus, call it somebody on the other side, whatever you want to go with. The kid is so lucky and I am extremely lucky and I am so blessed to have David in my life and to have him willingly want to come on this podcast to talk about this issue that is so important. And I, uh, I just, I just feel so passionately about this. So I'm trying to figure out exact. like, I really want to get this right. And so, you know, unfortunately, this isn't the reality for everybody. You know what I mean? And We have lost a lot of people to addiction and mental health. Mental health is important too in this because often the two are co-occurring. But anyway, we want to bring awareness to the issues that are surrounding addiction and recovery in our society. Because people are very quick to turn a blind eye. People don't want to talk about this. It's hard to talk about. It's hard for me to talk about, and I've been living and dealing with my brother for over a decade, and it's still hard to talk about because I don't have all the answers. Nobody does. And I also don't have all the facts and knowledge to back up you know, when I'm in a conversation about addiction and stuff like that. And that is why, another thing, side note, why I think it's important to educate ourselves on these topics. But that's a whole other thing. But anyway, too often in society yeah people turn a blind eye to this and it's it's overlooked for sure and at the end of the day these people are human beings that are struggling and they're often looked at and treated otherwise and the stigma around addiction the stigma around recovery the stigma around mental health we gotta start talking about it you guys it's and David and I are going to talk about it next episode, mainly David, but um, I just, I'm really, really excited for the doors that this is going to open with. Where's the handbook. And, you know, I just really, really hope you guys take a listen. If you've listened this far, then I really hope you listen to the next episode. But again, it is a different, it is different in structure from the previous episodes and stuff like that, because it really is a conversation between me and David. And This is just the beginning of the issues that I plan on tackling. Um, There is so much to come. There's so much already recorded, you know, in other uh, episodes, for other episodes. And I'm just really, really, really excited, you guys. Um, The conversation between me and David is real and it is very raw. And, you know, y'all, I get emotional and that's awkward (laughs) because... Not only do I not open up just to even myself in addressing my issues, now I'm doing it on this platform and yeah, I'm really excited and I'm really excited for the feedback and you guys just, just please listen, please share and please understand that this, this is real life and this is the real shit I've been wanting to talk about. And this is going to lead to so much more. You know, we are going to address Narcan. We are going to address Big Pharma. And I hope that we, or David, can give hope. Because there is hope. And people are deserving of great things in life. And it's just a really, it's really heavy. It's really heavy because... It's just so crazy digging into this this side of my life because I haven't addressed it in so long or ever, actually. So anyway, you guys, just move on to the next episode. Hear me and David's conversation. Listen, share, understand. Here at Where's the Handbook, there is nothing off the table. This is just the beginning. We are just taking off, you guys. So be sure, hit that subscribe button. You will be notified when episodes drop. Be sure to rate, comment, review, message me, follow me, send me your stories tell me what you think of these episodes seriously like I need feedback we're not I'm not going to be able to get better or do anything different unless people tell me what's up so give me that feedback positive or negative I don't care um but yeah of course you know where to find me on instagram at where's the handbook on twitter podcasting wth and you guys david's instagram is at gravy 92 go check out our episode together let me know what you think this is awesome Let's go.